Welcome back, listeners. So let me first say that I still have not heard from Jack. I reached out to her sister and her work, but nobody has heard from her there yet either. Her sister said she was going to contact the authorities, but not to worry too much as Jack's done this sort of thing in the past. Jack, if you are watching this, please just let me know you're okay. I would also like to quickly thank one of our longtime listeners, Matthias Deja, for some helpful security recommendations that I have since implemented. I don't know if your theories are right or not, but it's better to be safe than sorry. After going over and over this decision in my head, I've decided to continue on with the show. I still believe Jack, and I know that probably seems stupid to some of you. It's hard to explain why I believe her. But I guess it's just the way she was whenever we talked about these tapes. Either she's the world's greatest liar, I'm the world's biggest idiot, or she's telling the truth. Jack's talked on multiple occasions, both on the podcast and in private, about how you, the audience, have helped her with this investigation. And because of that, it's my belief that the best thing we can do for Jack is to continue analyzing the tapes. I realize that some of you likely no longer believe Jack's story, and that's fine. If you want to stop listening now, that's understandable. But as for the rest of you true believers, let's see if we can help Jack out some more. Tonight, we're going to break down comments that have been posted since our last episode. Then we'll listen to both tapes G and H. I'm grouping them together because they're both shorter than average. And as Jack and I have stated before, they're pretty much just noise. Some of our newer commenters have made observations on multiple tapes. So I'm going to group their questions together and go through them one by one. Obviously, we won't be able to glean Jack's insight on any of the comments but maybe she'll find something useful. A user, Christy Min on YouTube, commented on tape D saying, I wonder if the sexy bread car movie he refers to was Talladega Nights that came out in 2006. He said it was coming out the week after he left for the trip. Well, I think you're hitting on something important here. The movie would have had to come out on or before the fall of 2001, as that is when she received the first tape. Now, granted, it could have come out long before that as well. Jack did say the tapes were not in new condition when she received them. Also, I think you added the word bread in your description because the trap man says that movie about the sexy car that had blank in it. I don't know exactly what he's saying there, but I don't know that it's bread. I always assumed it was a name, maybe Brett or Brent or something like that, but I can't exactly make it out either. Christy Min also commented on tape F saying, I feel this had to be recorded prior to tape E. It sounds like this is the first time he mentions gremlins. I think you're spot on with that. 
When he discusses the gremlins in tape E, it's like he expects the listener to have a base level of knowledge about them. As a quick side note, I think discovering the order that the tapes were recorded in would be a huge help. Getting a clearer picture of the trapped man's journey can only benefit this investigation. Robert W. on YouTube commented on tape E, saying, So it's probably barely worth mentioning, but when he is talking about setting an alarm using the candles, and then he mentioned maybe trying to Rube Goldberg something with the recorder, maybe that's what happened in tape D, and it recorded him talking in his sleep. I think you might be onto something there. I find that a lot more believable than him sleepwalking and starting the recorder. Perhaps he set it to play at a certain point to wake himself up and cause it to record on accident or something like that. That's a great observation. Thank you, Robert. A user locked in commented on tape F that they heard a weird noise after I said, I am so worried about you at the 24 minute mark to which another user F A D D commented that it sounded like someone saying Anna. I'm not going to lie, this comment freaked me out. And I went back and listened to the audio, but I am happy to confirm that it was indeed just one of my cats knocking something off a table. This is probably not the first, nor the last time they'll make a a little cameo in the podcast. A user Dill Hex commented in tape C asking, Did the mist come again after this tape was recorded? There was a rain sound in this one. I think that's a really good question. I do hear the rain in this tape as well. We only have three more tapes to listen to, so unless it is mentioned in one of them, we may never know. But I will make note of that because it at least shows shows us that this tape comes after tape B. A user, Christy D, on Facebook commented, I know Jack said that she got the first tape when she was nine and that they're being shared in the order she received them in. But I've been wondering how much time passes in between each tape she has gotten. In the second episode, she mentions that tape B was the hardest because she and her family had convinced themselves that it was all a fluke until a second tape showed up. So how often did they arrive, and how long ago was the last one received? The tapes arrived in somewhat random intervals. Jack mentioned that she received tape A when she was 9, tape C when she was 12, and tape D when she was 13. We know that her mom left when she was 16, and tape F was the last tape we were able to discuss with Jack. So I reached out to Dr. Fedek to ask about tapes G through I. She told me that her parents split up after tape F, but a few more tapes arrived between then and when her mom disappeared, but she doesn't remember the exact timeline of their arrival. I'd like to make a quick comment here as well. I have looked into every claim that Dr. Fedek made that I can, and so far, everything she said is true. I've seen photographic evidence of Dr. Fedek and Jack when they were younger, and I've spoken briefly with Jack's father, who also confirmed everything Dr. Fedek had to say. I still believe Jack. 
But I feel it's important that you, the audience, knows that so far, Dr. Fedek completely checks out. There's one last audience comment that I would like to highlight that was posted on Tape F on YouTube. A user named Alien Machine had this to say. I believe Jack's sister wants to believe this art story. It seems like Jack's mom found out something bigger about the tapes and did not want Jack involved anymore. Jack, come back. We think there is more to this than meets the eye. There is more to this story, and we are here to help you find the real truth. With that, I think we should get into tapes G and H. We do have to warn our listeners, some people might find some of the language and circumstances being described in this tape disturbing. Listener discretion is advised.
That concludes tape G, and now here is tape H.
Welcome back, listeners. Thank you again for continuing this journey with me. Please like, share, and subscribe to us anywhere you can find podcasts. If you have any theories about these tapes or any of the prior tapes, you can comment on YouTube or reach us via our Facebook, Twitter, or even by email at tapesfrombeyond at gmail.com. I would also like to let you know, Jack, that there has been an outpouring of concern and positive statements for you across pretty much all of our platforms. Whatever you're doing, wherever you are, I hope you're safe and doing well. This is Lena. Until next time, good night and stay safe. Thank you.